If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on a big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. You can bet on the coin toss. What team is going to win? Which quarterback is going to do better? That's up to you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOCH. V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. 58 with code VOCH Vach. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 1 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Boom. Bro. We back, baby. It's been a minute, dog. Here, I got you. Boom. Do it again. Do it again. And I got you. Got you. Wait, wait. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. It's been a minute, dog. It's been a minute. Me and you talk all the time because we yeah, friends. We talk all the time, yeah. You know, because we friends in real life. I'm friends with Will Stills. Um... But the chat hadn't heard from us in a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't think if uh, there's not news to be talking about, you ain't finna see me show up and talk about it. But Vash, there's been a lot of news in Cowboy Nation. Why you ain't show up and talk about it? No, it ain't. Scott, I ain't done seen no news in Cowboy Nation. This is what we got to do. I'm going to say this one time. And I ain't going to say it again. I have built up. Let me get my Don DeMarco and my digital here. What I said. Get it ready. I built up 
this audience that I have, this incredible audience, right? I didn't do it via, um, you know, first of all, it wasn't by chance. First and foremost, took me a long time to get here, right? And, you know, I built this thing on credibility. We always talk about that, credibility. And bringing real analysis and telling you how I really feel. And on top of telling you how I really feel, but for the most part, you know, keeping it football. You know what I mean? Hear what I said. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot has transpired in Cowboy Nation. I I just I just ask that y'all respect me and my privacy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just don't ask me questions pertaining to no mess. You know what I mean? Because I don't have an answer for the mess. I didn't build an audience, you know, answering mess. I don't flip furniture. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't do those kind of things. I show up, I talk ball, I tell jokes, not always in that order will still, but for the most part, I come here and I give you analysis. I stick to football and I keep it real. Why? Cause that's what got you here. I didn't get you here, you know, me going, all right, let me tap in with the latest miss. Here's my thoughts. Shouts out to Will Stiggs. He hit me with a, with, a, with a fantastic point, right? My mess is how many yards did Jalen Tober line up offside, right? Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> my kind of mess. <laughs> like, that motherfucker was about a line judge. He was about a umpire. You know what I mean? That's my kind of mess, you know? My kind of mess. Your kind of I'm, mess is what kind of wig Pam Oliver got? Because I know Cooper Rush threw the ball over there, so we can see. Or, like, they'll, they'll, they'll never let Pam Oliver do that. That one Kansas City game that was windy as hell because us shit would be fly. like like I ain't what I said. That's my kind of mess, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to like real life nonsense going on in Cowboy Nation, it's not my thing. It's not we, gonna be we did not build our platform on that, and uh, we won't be run. We won't be running our campaign on that per se. But at the end of the day, man, anybody can do anybody can do what they want to do. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Anybody can do what they want to do and say what they want to say. That's their avenue. There's a YouTuber I don't like right now. <laughs> he built his audience off saying my name and flipping over furniture. If it pays, <laughs> Vice Lombardi, <laughs> Vice Lombardi, Vice Lombardi. If it pays, do your thing, right? But that's not how I build my audience. It's not how I got the volume. It's not how I, I got the boost report. That's not how I got my respect in this game. You know what I mean? I just didn't do it that way. I did it right around this time because Cowboys ain't talking about playoffs. So this time of year, I'd be talking about draft, and that's what we're going to do. You feel me? Um, if y'all want to hear me talk about mess, then I'm sorry. Bye. Hey, B-O-C-H-L-O-N-B-A-R-D-I. Man. And, and look, we're still not talking about no mess neither. You know what I'm saying? No. What's <laughs> good with you, bro? Hey, man. I'm just glad to be back talking some ball, talk, cracking some jokes. David, look, David Montez in the uh, chat says, uh, Cat Vach or Vach about to have a Cat Williams. Let me tell you something. If we can get 48 million, Michael Lazy. Dak Lazy, CD Lamb Lazy, they trash. They don't work hard. They don't watch film. Sky, if I can get 48 million, I bet I'll sell all this shit out. <laughs> look, look, I won't sell out and talk mess for the going rate of a like of a regular video. Let's just say if a regular video make a hundred dollars, I'm not gonna talk mess for a hundred dollars, guy. You know what I'm saying? Hollywood Vodge, man. 48 mils, guy. What do you say? What you say? What you say, not chop? 48. <laughs>
But anyway, those guys, what's good with you, bro? Hey, man. Look, how, how'd you like the football, the foosball over the weekend? What's some good games? Let's do it then, Scott. We ain't doing that now. Shit, we, we ain't playing. I'm talking about drafts and Cowboys. Oh, we're used to this um, by now. So uh, before we get into the football, quick housekeeping. How things are going to be moving forward, yeah, right? Yeah, let them know. There will be live streams Monday. This will be our Cowboy stream, right? If something happens over the weekend, we'll be here on Monday to talk about it, all right? Um, Tuesday is going to be an NFL draft stream. That's the all 32. So if you're just a draft fan, a, a fan of the draft process, then show up Monday and Tuesday. Hey, if you were just a regular Cowboy fan and, you know, you just want to get, you know, privy to the draft players and all that, then tap in Wednesday. Uh, I mean, tap in Tuesday. Monday, Cowboys. Tuesday is all 32 draft, right? Wednesday slash Thursday. I will be dropping a film session one of those days. I ain't dropping two film sessions for Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. I'm dropping a film session Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And um, my weekly situation, Friday, me and Brian Broaddus are going to be talking draft. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got to give you a clue bomb on that one. I, I, I don't think y'all quite understand how significant that is. Watch. I don't need this guy. I don't need. Let me tell you what I don't, what, what I don't like about Brian Broaddus, man. When I have him on, I'm like, hey, shout out to Brian Broad. And he be like, hey, you know, Vach, great to be here, man. Love to work with you and all. I'm like, you Brian Broaddus. Who you talking to? Hey. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the show on uh, on Friday. I yeah. had to bring up, because you know how every time we talk about Broaddus, it's, it's, it's when he calls us, right? Or we call him. And somebody called it to my show and just said, forget the pleasantries. I said, damn, you sound like Brian. When, when we call Brian, hey, Brian, how's it going, man? He's like, what do you think this guy? What do you, what do you think about this guy? <laughs> he was Peyton Wilson. He don't say hey. He don't say hey or pleasantries. Brian, he'll... straight to it. I love for that, man. Shouts out to Brian, man. But Brian just be talking like we've been working together for, for 15 years. Look, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. And me and you know, too, Scott. But, um, hey, man, Brian's a big dog. And I've been looking forward to working with uh, Brian for a long time. And Brian say, let's do it weekly. And I'm like, you sure? You sure? He's like, yeah, that's I like shit. I like a good challenge, Scott. So every Friday, me and Brian brought us. We'll be uh, uh, dropping some some uh, draft content. All right, Plant no seeds, man. Plant no seeds. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you. Now, <clears throat> let me tell you what I love about playoff football, Scott. Well, the one thing, you know, just that's consistent is that the Cowboys ain't always in it. But um, towards the end, Cowboy fans, I think in general, they don't get a chance to watch other teams but Cowboys. Um, so what I think is important is for the Cowboy, Cowboy fans to, to get a chance to watch good teams and get a chance to watch playoff teams yep. and get a chance to see how different playoff football is than regular season football. Um, I had this thought. And shouts out to Landlord because I heard him say it also. I just don't want nobody to think I'm, you know, stealing from Landlord. But playoff football is different than regular season football. And and they've been trying to tell us for years. But I'm a young cowboy fan, Scott. I was, I was, I was, I was born in 92. So just me being uh like a, a cowboy fan of good teams, I've only seen a handful of them. You know what I mean? So when I hear old men say, Hey, you need a defense that travels and you need a run game. It ain't really dawn on me why you need those things until you watch the playoffs long enough, right? So mm-hmm. if you're a Cowboy fan, and I'm not going to make this a Dak Prescott thing, right? I'm not going to make this about four. But if you're a Cowboy fan and you, let's just say you acknowledge that the quarterback is shitty. Okay, cool. That's your thing. You think the quarterback is shitty. 
if you then also acknowledge that the run game and the defense is shitty, then you just can't call the quarterback shitty. You just you just can't do that. You can't. Especially when we see Will Steele, we see defenses buying offenses time. And if the offense can't figure out their off like their thing or whatever, they run the ball until they get it figured out, Scott. Yeah. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I noticed, right? Brock Purdy will go out there and look goofy for a little while. But they got a defense that can bind some time. They got a run game that can bind some time. Jared Goff and them got a run game that can bind some time. The Ravens went away from the run game for whatever reason, but whatever. The Chiefs' run game buys them time, right? And defense. And defense. Bro, when you watch these games, there was the Cowboys were the only team, regardless of how bad the quarterback played. I know Dak played bad, and this ain't me caping for Dak. But out of all these playoff teams, nobody got smoked like Dan Quinn got smoked. <laughs> no. Man, you talked about this guy like, man, is Dan Quinn really the only one getting smoked in the playoffs? Yeah, if you look at, if we go look at it, Cleveland, I think that's it. I might even count the Texans, right? Because they, they was in that game for the first half. But yeah, if, Dan Quinn's really the only one in Cleveland. So Schwartz and Quinn. Schwartz and Quinn, dog. And I'm just looking at them like, man, how, do, <laughs> how, how these boys. And then look, Scott, I was talking to you. The Cowboys are more talented than a lot of these teams. The Cowboys are more talented than a lot of these teams, but it starts from the top, man. It starts from the top, bro. And I almost made this joke, you know what I'm saying? Like all the other teams, when they're looking for brand new coaches, they finding, you know, these coordinators or maybe these young dudes that got a little you know what I'm saying, got a little bit of gray in their beard, you know, some 30s, some 40s. The Cowboys up here, they can't wait to find an 80-year-old coach. <laughs> the Cowboys can't wait to find somebody that ain't got no job. You know what I'm saying? It's like all the good teams promote people, Scott. You know what I'm saying? All the good teams... I might Let me turn this shit down. Scott, all the good teams with, like, with, with coach openings, I don't want to say good teams, but teams with coach openings, right? They promote coaches. They interview and elevate coaches. And we want to find the oldest, the oldest people. Mike Zimmer just sitting on a couch. Ron Rivera was about to retire to their call and say, hey, don't retire. Hey, don't, don't, don't unpack them bags yet. <laughs> and me and you, we just YouTubers. I'm just a dude with a mic and a camera, Scott. And I'm just like, man, can we, can we get on somebody's staff? and find a tight ends coach or something that know this scheme and elevate them. What about this character, Scott? You know all the names, Scott. Hey, I mean, how about, how, how about, how about, how about this dude right here that's real good at his job and that's innovating how, how we looking at run. Boy, his run scheme is phenomenal. Yeah. And, and here's, here's my worry, bro. We, we might be the last, one of the last teams in our division to, to not do because we hold on because we waiting on DQ. We just waiting, waiting around. Just well, in Washington, so mm. Washington. So I'm, I'm big on just stealing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the NFL. I'm, I'm stealing plays. I'm stealing coaches. I'm stealing how organizations are run. Washington mm. went out and hired San Francisco's assistant general manager, mm. and they're likely going to hire Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. So we don't get our ish together. Emergency. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're looking around the league and saying, oh, this is what's working. You know, obviously Dan Snyder's out of there. Yeah. If we don't get our ish together, bro. We're we going to keep running that shit back. You hear me? 
We're going to be the ones in 2020, 2075 talking about Mike Zimmer is our defensive coordinator. Yeah, or 2035, Mike Zimmer is our defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, man. Got to figure this out. I also want to just bring this back up. Um, I like how me and you, like, friends in real life and people acknowledge us as that. Um, somebody uh, tweeted me. A couple people tweeted me, actually. It was like, you and Will Steele, all that Dak talking, da 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 I'm like, man, I just want to reiterate this just in case somebody miss shows. You know, y'all not supposed to be miss shows, but just in case somebody does. We acknowledged that it was going to be on Dak's shoulders, but we ain't like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was about week maybe four or five, yeah. maybe, whatever it was. It's like, yeah, this is feel like this going to be. Yeah. And look, I'm a homer. I'm delusional. And when I'm up here talking about, hey, I don't know about defense run game, bro. I don't know about defense run game, bro. Next week, I don't know about Biotis in the run game, bro. Week after that, all right, cool, Biotis straight, but I don't, I, don't, I mean, okay, no, he ain't, okay, no, okay, no, okay, okay, Biotis ain't straight. Okay, Biotis ain't straight and the run scheme bad. Like, it just kept going week by, and look, and Dak just kept putting the Band-Aid on it. Dak just kept putting the Band-Aid on it. Seattle game happened. Hey, we won, but <laughs> y'all, y'all not going to write that down so this don't happen again? <laughs> Carolina comes around. Miles Sanders starts to go a little crazy. Uh, Bryce Young has one of one of his better days, and I'm just like, "Hey, we won!" But y'all ain't noticed what just happened right here, and we got to the playoffs versus the team that run the football and just play whatever defense that was whatever it is, Scott. And it just became glaring. And the more playoff we, the more playoffs we watched, Scott, the less it was about Baker Mayfield, but it was about run game and defense. The less it was about yeah. Jerry Goff, it was about run game and defense. The less it was about Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock had a game-winning drive at the end, but he was trash up until then. Brock had a weird first half uh, last week. I mean, I get it, but it was about run game and defense, bro. 49ers defense did that to you. So I understand Dak had his challenges, and Dak had a shitty-ass game. But I'm looking at your head coach, who's also the, the, the play caller. I'm like, dog, where's your run game? And your traveling ass defense. Yeah, and, and, and let's throw in there. We didn't have a track. Was at home. Let, let's throw in there, you know, plan. Like, sure. like the the way that Kansas City came out attacking Baltimore with the quick mm-hmm. game. Uh, I think I think Pat, who is who's my goat of this generation, right? Pat completed twenty passes, five yards above, below the line of scrimmage. That's mm-hmm. that's a plan. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Uh, yep. Detroit. Granted, Detroit choked that thing away at the end. I don't know what the hell Dan Campbell. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, all that, you know, riverboat Dan. Man, Ra- that, Ra- that, that shit got to Come on, man. Like, <laughs> this is to go to the shit. Yo, 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 Scott. <laughs> Scott, whoever, Scott, whoever's his John Park was screaming in the Come headset. On, like, don't let him do that. And look, he just kept cutting the headset off. And See, just... the problem is, you know, you so, so you know, Sean McVay got one of those hold me back coaches. Sean McVay, he's yeah. a little itty bitty. He my size. Ain't what they doing over there? They fighting now. Nah, they telling Dan, don't go for it, Dan. Jim, Scott, kick the field Scott, Dan Campbell got 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 three hold me back guys. They he, just ain't finna run up in there when he's swinging his arm. Nah, arms. nah, he got, he got he got he got uh what's the t- Decker or the other boy? What's yeah, the, yeah, what, yeah. What's yeah. the big boy that got a uh, check in? He used to play for the Cowboys. Number seventy. Skipper, skipper, skipper. skipper. Dan skipper. skipper, his hold me back guy. But but the point being, Detroit's first 15, their plan coming out was phenomenal. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, you saw it throughout. You, hell, Tampa against Detroit had a good plan. Just yep. these teams just seemed prepared to play, uh, and they didn't just say, all right, look, we got high-end players. Y'all go out there. Y'all just do y'all damn thing, man. We just going to kind of walk through this. It was it was weird how we, how we came out and you watched the rest of the league, and it's like, man, playoff football and, and – I, I'm gonna try to take it to basketball, right? Vach, I know you don't watch a ton of it, gotcha. but playoff basketball, at least in the you know, long time ago, '90s, 2000s, now is just ridiculous. But back then, possess every possession matter. Everything slowed down, right? Obviously, there's no tomorrow, so every single possession matters. Uh, a lot of the example me and Nikoya use a lot is uh, the Suns versus the Spurs. You just saw the discrepancy, and the, the Suns always trying to play three ball. Right, sure. where the Spurs will slow that thing down and they'll beat you eighty nine to eighty four, you sure. know ninety one to seventy eight. Like it'll it'll be a slow down game. In the sure. playoffs, it's that way for football. Every yeah. possession is magnified, so you can't have some lackadaisical plan and you can't come out and just be like, "Ah, we're going, we're going to try this and we'll see what happens." No, there needs to be a deliberate uh, effort in what you're doing, and and clearly, the Cowboys didn't have it, and other teams did, in my opinion, and. The here's another thing about it too, though, Scott. Because you listen to Cowboy fans and their relationship with their own players, you would think that four got to be good for like four quarters, right? <clears throat> yeah. If 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 we go back to this, Kansas City and Ray, uh, Kansas City and um Baltimore, fantastic game to just look over and just analyze. But Kansas City's first fifteen, right? They attacked the Ravens with such a purpose. Yeah. With such a purpose. And the Ravens had to figure that out. But what I love about Kansas City is while the Ravens were figuring it out, 
they did not waste time putting points on the board. So Kansas City got up 17. But once the Ravens defense figured it out, Kansas City didn't score again. They didn't score again. I mean, that's I was just thinking about that all weekend. Like some of these teams, Detroit, and the Detroit game is San Fran. San, San Fran was down 24 to 7. Yeah. They scored you need your defense. no yeah. points until 52 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Yep. I mean, that's madness. That's crazy. I I I just I don't even know if that's that's happened. You know, hey, look with us over the last few. That's crazy. Chiefs won. And I saw a whole bunch of people on it. You know, Nick Wright loved Patrick. He was like, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback of all time. And look, he may be. I think Pat going to go down. Of course he will. Then Brady but he, got seven, so maybe he won't get seven rings, but shit. But Pat and him only scored 17 points and a half, and they stopped after that. 17 points and a half, and he had 20, 20 passes at five or below. So that yeah. tells you that he was an elite what? Game manager. In that game game. Manager. <laughs> and sometimes you need to be that. and that's But, but Pat made some amazing plays because – he can do that. You don't. I don't need you to play hero ball for four quarters. But if you got four hero ball plays in you, cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't need you to do it all game. On the oh. other side of the ball, Lamar was ha- was trying to play hero ball all day. They yeah. forgot. They saw Pat on that other side and said, "Oh shit! Now nah, we need to come out here." Th- no, you don't. Nope. Nope. You don't. Do what you do. Do what do you what do. You. Mm-hmm. And and they went away from it. But Rave. But uh, Chiefs defense. Being able to hold it down for that whole half, man, come on, dog. I look, look, like you said, I started going through my middle roller dance. Like, man, when when did the Cowboys like shut out a good team for a half <laughs> to just buy your quarterback time to do anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, when have we ever done that? And we do bad teams like that. Yeah, I mean, I, we do I, the Giants I, like that. You know, I look. It's crazy because like when the Cowboys get down by whatever amount of points. I don't really necessarily worry about the offense Mm-mm. climbing back. I've seen them do that for the last four years, in, in, even in 2020. Yep. Can my defense shut somebody out? Can can my play caller, you know, get out of his ass? You know what I'm saying? Can mm-hmm. that happen? I, I've seen, you know, four, 88, at 1.19 or 21 or whomever, right? I've seen mm-hmm. these guys. Hey, yeah, we still here. We still firing. But can, what about... Can can I get a shutout like like the the Ravens did? Hell, even the Chiefs, mm-hmm. they, they they climbed back in that game. The Chiefs said, "Nah, nah, no more points for y'all." You know, yep. San Fran said, "Okay, I got twenty four, but that's that's it. No more yep. points for y'all." You know mm-hmm. that that's yeah. Defense and, and and run game definitely showed their importance. And I say run game definitely showed their importance in the playoffs this this past week. Really, this whole playoffs, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not moving on quite yet, but we do have an interesting phone call from my draft crew. We got Z, the Ravens fan. I, I, I think this is very topical. What's up, Z? Man, I didn't expect you to unmute me this soon. Shit, we talking about the How's Ravens. We talking about the Ravens. You the Ravens guy. What do you mean? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we got you. I know why you unmuted me this soon. How's it going? It's all good. Life good. Uh, Can't I plan on calling you. Your first show you did uh, with callers. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Cowboys lost, sure. I was the very last caller, and I tapped my AirPod, ended up hanging up, tried calling back, oh. and I waited like an hour in line. I don't oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just looking I'm sorry. forward to draft season, man. How's it going? We're in the same damn boat now. Yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> I mean, no, we're not. I mean, you, you've you've gone to your conference championship game, and you was within seven points of winning it. We were not. <laughs> so. Man, we, are, we don't know. If that, if that game was five quarters long, we beat them by a score. Six quarters long, 
excuse for it. Man, that's, a, that's a lot of quarters. Trying to draft them up in the second half. Double overtime. I, I'm just trying to say. Yeah. I, I remember seeing graphics like our offense had like 200 plus yards, and their offense had like barely 60 in the second half, and that was including the 32 yard pass that Patrick Jones threw for at the end. But whatever. I I wanted to ask you. Uh, when the Cowboys lost, I planned on asking you about if you thought Mike McCarthy, if you guys should have moved on from him for Bill Belichick. And now I'm trying to get Bill Belichick to come and be a Raven. I'm assuming that we're losing our defensive coordinator and Mike McDonald. I remember, um, I think Seattle's going to take him. Anyways, uh, I called this show because I wanted to ask you about some draft prospects and who you think is wide receiver one. Um, I Damn. Early, he got you right. Hey, who obviously won? That's tough. I I like. Go ahead. I know everybody's all on Marvin Harrison Jr., but you like neighbors. You like neighbors. What's up? Neighbors. You like neighbors? Yeah, I really, really like neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. I was oh. gonna say if it, I, neighbors might be the best one receiver I've seen come out since the other LSU kid, Jamar Chase. I mean, mm. my goodness. Mm. Um, I'm a big college football fan and. I thought Marvin Harrison Jr. would have had a bigger season than he did, but mm. I haven't started breaking down tape or anything. But okay. off the first watch, I really like Juice Neighbor. I planned on getting – I'm not even at my spot yet. I wanted to get to my spot, and I wanted to conjure up what thoughts, what questions I was going to ask you. I wanted to start bringing up draft talk. Hey, it's all good. It's really funny that hey, – It's all good. See, we got, we, we got draft talk on Tuesdays, and – I mean, Mondays are Cowboys days, but you can tap in on Mondays oh. if you want to, because we we talk draft on um, Mondays too. So you know, don't even worry about. It. But uh, 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 my bad. No, you good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I don't came here and ruined the format of the show. No, nah, you um, good, man. It's your show, dog. It's your show. Go ahead. Because <laughs> my Ravens lost. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for being a sport, my guy. Appreciate you. Um, Z asked about uh, Mike McCarthy, man. Uh, was I mad that we brought back Mike McCarthy? Hell yeah. Man. And I'll tell you why, though. This is, this is my, my whole thing, right? Two weeks prior to that, maybe three, Scott. This is when I was really laughing at the Eagles. Like, I just... You know what I mean? I was like, hey, Sirianni is the offense dude. Why is he not stepping in and making changes on offense? Mike McCarty's already play caller, right? But when I look at certain negligence that we have on, on offense and defense, really, Mike the head coach. Yeah. Mike is the head coach. At some point, like after that first touchdown, Mike need to you know, he can't walk up to Dan, but he he need to walk up to AD and tell him call Dan and be like, hey yo, whatever the fuck that that just was, don't do that shit no more. Scott, I would have lived and died by just Gilly one arm in just man coverage. I would have just lived and died by that, bro. And we had some man coverage that we had our own, you know, bust on or whatever, but pause or whatever, but just. Dan Quinn looked like he had no plan. Dan and and company looked like they had no plan, and that's no on fun. the head coach too. That's no. on the head coach too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like if if offense has a problem and defense has a problem, that's on the head coach, right? Um, and I'm just watching the game, Scott, and they took Dak away. But if I'm Green Bay's DC, man, y'all ain't finna run the ball. 
Y'all ain't run the ball on me. Now, Scott, once upon a time, once upon a time, they used to they used to be like, all right, we're gonna make Dak throw, but beat us with Zeke. You know what I'm saying? So they'll load the box up. Now they'll lighten the box, but put all the people where Dak like to throw, dare us to run, and we'll throw slants right where we're not supposed to throw slants. Or we'll throw hook and curl right into the hook and curl. Uh, Jake Ferguson runs to the flats. There's that. Uh, uh, he runs to the to the flats. There's a dude in the flats. So I'm looking at Mike McCarthy, man. I'm like, yo, bro, what's the backup plan? Because you the head coach and the goddamn play caller. There must be one. And we got into the backup plan, but shit, it was in the middle of the third quarter, and damn near over, damn near out of hand. I don't even think we really did, bro. I I just feel like they just found, you know, they was finding their way. Because you really couldn't dig into anything. It was still the same thing, right? Like one-dimensional yeah. offense because you couldn't really get into no real plan. But sure. it was clear they, they did not come out with one unless their plan was just what it was all year for the most part is A4, A88. <laughs> Go yeah. do your thing. And if yeah. they ain't clicking, boy, in trouble. So right. And then, look, even as we was mount, mounting the comeback or whatever, Scott, look, I was like, we ain't going to stop them. Man, y'all niggas ain't fooling me. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't fooling me. And sure enough, every time we scored, boy, they just scored again. It was and, and it kept getting easier. It kept getting easier. We didn't mount no momentum with that. But my whole thing, uh, Zeta Raves fan asked, uh, was I mad that we didn't fire McCarthy for Belichick? I don't know if, you know. It had to be Belichick. It had to be Belichick or whatever. But um, like I said earlier, man, I'm looking, I'm looking for the young coaches, man. I'm looking for the young trend-setting coordinators, bro. Mike McDonald looked all these Shanahan tree offense kids and beat the shit out of them. When the Ravens played the Rams, the Dolphins, the 49ers, uh, the, the, the Bengals, the Texans, that's Shanahan tree. Mike McDonald ate all them kids up, but the the front office won't hire him because he doesn't have head coach experience. Now, I don't know how the hell you hire uh, a I don't know how you hire some some young head coach that don't have head coaching experience. Like it should be your your body of work that should get you hired here, not how long you've been head coaching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um your resume, yeah. We would have loved to have Slowick in here because hey, he does innovative things on offense. See, I'm torn on, on I, I want one of those type of guys too, but then you got the other side of it where I, I feel like unless you got a Belichick type, not necessarily Belichick, but if it was him, whatever. You need somebody that's that can rule with an iron fist over the, the guys up top. Right? Even Harbaugh, right? Even oh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh right? was one of them. That was probably my number one guy, actually. The first thing Harbaugh did was, hey, uh, this Kellen kid got to go find a job somewhere. Because if it was the Cowboys, they would have made Kellen stay with Harbaugh. If it was the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, well, this is this that is our guy. And now he he Cowboys did. That's facts. And now, bro, on his third team in, in as many years. Harbaugh said, hey, with man, two, we're not finna With we're an all-pro quarterback he had in a, a top five, you know, some people still say he's top five with Herbert, and, and now he's on to his third, which I'd, I'd say is a downgrade at quarterback, but we'll see what they do over there in Philly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if, if Kellen was all chopped up to be what he was, Harbaugh would have kept him. He ain't. Harbaugh finna, finna draft two running backs. They finna, but that's they a great f- point, though. If, if it was here, if Harbaugh came here and, and, and we had some young hot shot quarterback, yeah, we, they would have made him keep him. Because that's what happened before. You hired Jason Garrett before you hired a head coach. You said, hey, Mike, you got to keep Kellen. He called in the place for three years. That ain't coming from the coaches. That, that ain't Wade and Mike saying I'm doing that. That's the, that's the, that's the guys above them. So, but yes, I would love a young guy, but I feel like a young guy would just 
probably get ruled with an iron fist over the guys above him. Whereas a guy who has some of that cachet could say, hey, man, if you hire me, I'm doing this shit my way. Sure. Which, as we know, the last time I did that was with Parcells, and he lasted for what? 38 minutes? Not Dallas, 38 minutes. <laughs> Parcells got up out of here after three seasons. And if, and if that's going to be the case, Scott, to have a veteran head coach that rules with a with an iron fist or whatever, then then you reach out for the young, you know, right underneath. Yeah, yeah. And cool. But the Jones is like Mike Zimmer. Yes. And shit. They like Ron Rivera. They like these old that's on Madden Ten. Look, I was, I was I was playing Madden Ten. You know, you could you could pick your coach on on fucking Madden Ten. I'm like all the coaches we like. <laughs> And look, when I say we, I don't mean like me and you. I mean them, dog. Every coach the Cowboys say they like is on Madden Ten. <laughs> Bobby Slogan on Madden Ten. Mike none of the Shanahan kids Bro, on, on Madden Ten. We got a we got a coach that coach with Tom Landry on a, like at, at one of our main position coaches. Coach mm-hmm. with Tom Landry. That's interesting. It's goddamn shame. Yeah. So, with all that being said, we got a long off season of just talking about personnel. We're just gonna talk about a whole bunch of personnel moving forward, and um, there's gonna be a lot of guys that ain't necessarily safe from um, you know these personnel moves. You know, we we hear things and you know, whatever. Oh, the Cowboys is gonna be the Cowboys' most aggressive off season. All right, bring on bring on the Nolan Carroll, Scott. I gotta see it first. I gotta see it, my guy. Let's get MJ on the phone before we start talking about uh these uh and one honey money. Okay, what's your how you doing, guys? What's up, MJ? Oh man, just getting some uh food. What you getting? Start working. What you getting? Where you work at? You got a job? I got a fish fish meal, man. <laughs> oh, okay, where you work at? Got some fish. Where you work at? Well, I do uh in the morning I do marketing, but so a few hours, I do Uber. Scott, when you ask motherfucker where they work, and they say, "Oh, I do, uh, you know, what sales." Say? I do sales. <laughs> I'm in computer school. I said, "What you do for a living?" And you said, "Computer <laughs> school." Ain't nothing about you say computer, computer or, or school. <laughs> Mar said, "You know, I do the uh, remember, and I run the club scene in LA. I don't know what we that got means. a new club." Sky in uh, Hollywood. Sky, he said he run the club scene yeah. in LA. Marv, well, he been, yeah, yeah, Mar, Mar, Marv, Marv, low key, yeah, he in the scene, bro. He, he's told Damn. me. I be working, man. Damn, hey, boy, like hey, y'all be, say? like y'all be having yeah. fun, hey. boy. Y'all be cutting hey, up, young you bro. If you don't work, you don't eat. I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said. It. But I got you though, Marv. What you got for us though? Oh man, I'm just. Uh, I like the way out of you know we. If the Cowboys can ever get a defense like Kansas City and Baltimore play, yeah, your quarterback will probably go make you to the Super Bowl because then he won't be pressed. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I agree with what you said with McCarthy. McCarthy, he got stale. He always panicked. And and I was watching the Detroit plays. How they was running all over San Francisco. That's the key. You got the running back with Pollard, but you kept trying to run the inside, acting like he's Zeke Elliott. He's not Zeke Elliott. No. He's a he's a uh, to the edges halfback, and that show you our coaching staff failed that team. The mm. coaching failed the team, and the players failed the team. 
So it was a combination of both. Mm. And that's why I always tell people, I don't want to hear nothing about Jerry Jones, because if he pays for you, you got to go play. Only thing I didn't like, like me and Steele always talk about, they should have never got rid of uh, Collins, our big three, uh, big, big, big country. We should have never got rid of Bohanna. Malik you kept Collins. Tristan when you know you weren't going to keep him. That's Dan Quinn. You kept number 96. That never shows up. He can't even get no pass rush. He gets mauled. And even a third string D offensive lineman, we knocked him off. So you kept players that you shouldn't have kept, and you got all my linebackers that could run. And I, like I said, when I was at the camp, mm. Harper was balling. I thought he was about to start. And Dan Quinn favorites, man. So if they're going to bring that ball here, dude, back. If he run the same thing, it's going to be the same thing again. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. And I'm going to tell you something. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. If they hire, if the Reds hire, it's my turn. You told me it was my turn. Oh, they got it. Seattle or the Detroit coordinator, it's going to be. Seattle did what? It's going to be some power. Seattle did what? It's going to be. So you it's can't hear So you can't hear Okay. Because it's going to get harder and harder every year. Just say he's smoking. I bet you he. What you think? Shit, I don't know what you said because you cut me out. We, we, we were screaming at the same time. What you, you say Seattle You say Seattle did, did what not a Dan Quinn? I said Seattle. I see that the two new people that are about to get hired. That's why they didn't hire Dan Quinn yet. What's the Baltimore defensive coordinator and the Detroit offensive coordinator? Them the two guys uh, are about to get the jobs. Okay. And and and, and, and if the Redskins, they already got the big D tackle. <laughs> that you cut me off to say? Get, <laughs> that was, huh? That's what you cut me off to say? That somebody finna get the job in Washington? We wasn't talking about that. No. I was telling you about the uh, what we need to do. You didn't hear me? No. <laughs> you were screaming when I was talking. But, but, okay, but I got you, though, Mark. Uh, so you say... Uh, Okay, so what you looking for in the draft then, Marv, since we're going to be drafting and all that? I mean, that we're talking about. Uh, I, huh? Well, if they use it right, I won't mind drafting first the offensive tackle. Okay. Who? Bring 77 off the bench. Bring uh, Lala Collins back. And bring <laughs> Lala Anthony. Oh, that man, Lala. To 66. Her last name, oh, Anthony, bro. No. Her last name, hold Anthony, Marv. Her last name, I Anthony. Put numbers. Huh? I say her last name Anthony. Lot of her last name Anthony. You know the uh the offensive tackle number seventy seven. What's his name? What's, what's, what's Kyle's name? There's a uh there's a new offensive tackle I forgot what Tyron. For. Tyron Smith. Yeah, what's the what's the tackle's name? What's his name, dog? What what's his name? I don't know. I gotta get it for you. Know it's uh, the best tackle. I don't they know think it, it's man. the Washington tackle, but I think it's that there's about... another tackle that they show oh, that's okay. really good. He'll be there. Okay, I'd rather get him, but I'll get his name next time. That's and then uh, drop the uh, linebackers crazy. or a receiver. Oh, oh, take it back. You need a Turkey I bacon? need that big D for the, I need a big D tackle from Texas. And don't make him lose. Tavon and don't make him lose fifty pounds so he can be weak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, they did my, yeah, I got that you. was the dumbest thing I ever heard <laughs> in my life. Make the guy lose all that weight. Yeah, you, yeah, you talking about Tavondre Sweat from um, Texas? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, give me a big nasty. 
I want to get a lot of big nasties that help my linebackers and some real linebackers. You already got the safeties, and and you got number uh, seven coming back. Yeah, I got you. So we should have no problem. I'll sign Gilliard back. Gilmore, okay. But, Did you say Gilliard? Then I get the halfback, either one. From the Giants or big number 22 from Tennessee. I'd rather have big number 22 from Tennessee. The running back. How you not know yeah. his name? With... All right, Marv, man. Appreciate you, man. Good call. Me and Will still finna talk about some uh, some prospects and um, That's what we doing. Okay. <laughs> and some position. Not, not nothing too, too great. <laughs> but appreciate you, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Nice to, nice to hear from you. Yes, Salute. sir. Yes, sir. Call back. Call back tomorrow, man. Never failed. I, I it just never fails, Marv. Gotta love it. Hey man, Lala Lala Collins. Lala man. Collins might be top three, bro. <laughs> Lala Collins. <is> <laughs> I was like, I was like, Marv, her last name Anthony. What? <laughs> Lala Collins, man. Oh, shit. I'm trying to think of the other. No, number one, no, gotta be. Well, let's go. When when he said, let me check my Gmail real quick. <laughs> Gotta check my. Gotta check hold my, on. Hold, he said, "Hold, let me check my Gmail real quick." Yeah. Hi, man, Marv. Uh, we'll use Marv as a segue. If y'all want to call in, please do. Uh, <clears throat> we ain't, we ain't got long for I lock him up. So if y'all want to get in, get in. Um, go ahead. You hear how he said Baltimore too? Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Ba- Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, Skywalk Steel. Let's just uh, let's just riff off a of, riff off Marv. Uh. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We can, we can. Oh, whenever you just let me know. You want me to bring that in? I got you. I got you. Uh, so Marv was saying basically that we should invest in O line, D line, linebacker, and running back. That sound good to you, sir? Like, is that about what? O line, D line, like, yep, yep, yep. Sounds about right, Scott. Now you you was um you was on with with Foots Saturday, but you saved it and dropped it Monday. <laughs> so whenever yep. you whatever you <laughs> whatever you were Foots up. Y'all was um y'all was um chatting it up this morning and fantastic show by the way. If y'all want to uh, check out Will Steele and Fusty King, uh, they went live this morning on A to Z Dallas. Uh, Appreciate you, brother. Around like eight thirty, but it's on the channel over there. Um, and let me tell you what I don't like about Fuss, man. Fuss saying Matt Owen. It's January, and they got a long list of under the radar characters. Hey, here's some people you could probably pick up in the fourth round. Like, dog, it, it ain't time. It ain't time for that. Like, talk to me about the first handful of people that we need to talk about. Fam, but anyway. it ain't just them. It, it, the fans, too. Hey, man, mm-hmm. you, you know about Johnny Trevato out of South Dakota State ITT Tech? Nah, duh, I do not know about him. Where's he supposed to go? About, about six, seven round. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. sir. Catch me in March. Catch me in March and I know. Yeah. Um, But if I could just use Marv as a segue, and, you know, me, me and you could just chop this up real fast. Um, I like what he was saying about We'll just start with D tackle or whatever. Um, first of all, I don't agree that we should have kept everybody, <laughs> Malik Collins and Tristan Hill and all that. Yeah, but that's what I, I was you, trying to get at, bro. I was about to say, even if you kept all of them, it wouldn't have mattered with the way that things were going. But anyway, um, I think we're in a, uh, I won't say peculiar, but I, I do think the Cowboys are in this situation where we have to acknowledge how small we were. We just have to acknowledge that, yeah. right? And maybe we just weren't good enough up front. And there are going to be Cowboy fans that looked at the Mozzie pick from last year 
and go, all right, we just picked the dude. We 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 just picked a one tech. And Mozzie probably not gonna be like we don't know, Scott. And it sucks that when you draft somebody in the first round, normally the next year you make plans for that person being here, right? Tyler Smith had a had a fantastic rookie, uh, rookie um campaign or whatever. CeeDee Lamb, fantastic rookie campaign. These first round picks that we we normally see success from. We go, all right, well, next year, this is the plan for them. I don't know if we have a plan for Mozzie. I don't know if Mozzie's going to be good enough. I don't know if he's going to put that weight back on. So it sucks that we just spent the first round pick on him and we and we still have question marks about him. But, Scott, do you think going into this draft, we're going to need some additional tackle help, D-tackle help? Probably. Um, I mean, because you, you got to bring back Hankins, right? Mm-hmm. So that should be your veteran D-tackle help. And if you need to go get another veteran, fine. But I think the question becomes when. I don't, I don't I I know this is gonna sound crazy a little bit. No, it actually doesn't. I don't think I'm investing in it early though. Okay, I agree. Be- because of because of you, you do have Mozzie here, you bring back Hankins, maybe you sign another quality veteran. Sure. Um in all honesty, man, may- maybe you just go spend spend the big money on the interior defender too if you need to. Mm-hmm. But um yes, you need help. That help doesn't necessarily have to come in early in the draft though. Sure. Sure. And you know, 290 Mozzie, man. I don't know what to call it. I don't know what that. I I don't know, bro. That's just. So since we, yeah, yeah. So since we doing cowboy uh kind of draft talk or whatever, Wister, you can go ahead and um pull it up for me. So this character, Tavondre Sweat, this is who Marv was talking about, and Tavondre Sweat may be the first. Uh, you know, he's he's number 93. He's right here, and I'll try to point him out. I haven't, you know doctor this up yet but he's he's probably you know one tech one he's not defensive tackle number one but he's definitely one tech one and he may be like a second round third round type of you know type of uh type of um pick or whatever so if you listen to cowboy fans a lot of them will say oh tavondre sweat he 340 he powerful he disruptive xyz xyz i just want to ask cowboy fans this do you feel comfortable spending a second or third round pick on one take. Now I'm with you, Scott. If it's a Quinn Bohanna type character or like a John Ridgeway type character that just happens to be 390 some odd pounds we can get in day three, then cool. I'm with it. But I don't want to spend one of my day one or day two picks on one take, whether I love them or not. I just, I just don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm reserving that for, um, linebacker for wide receiver. If I need to, for like running back, if one is there, um, I'm not picking, I'm not picking one tech early. No, and I'm just showing this, you know, showing this film. Yeah, yeah. I'm just showing this film because, you know, he's a he's a fan favorite right now, but um, I don't think I'll be willing to take Tavondre as early as I would have to take him in order for, you know, us to, you know, yeah, get him I, I, I would st- I would continue to let Mozzie develop. I, I do think he'll put on some that weight, not all of it back, maybe. I don't know. Who knows what that's about. Um, mm-hmm. You bring back Hank, maybe, like I said, maybe you invest uh, in another veteran. And, yeah, maybe draft one day, two or three. Um, if not, if you don't want to draft one, then I do think – I still think, Vach, you have to address it, mm-hmm. whether it's free agency or the draft. You do have to address it. You got to get bigger, got to get stronger down the middle of the field. Sure. Jerry Jones says that when you have a strength, that you can draft into it and keep it a strength. I feel you, Jerry. Um. But my whole thing about strengths and strengths is I just know that my my Dallas Cowboys not gonna, you know, 
overdo it. You know, I love overkill, Scott. If I can have five first-round offensive linemen, I'll do it. I just know that's not about to be the case. So we need offensive linemen, but we need a lot of them. And it's going to be peculiar by how we by how we think about it, right? Because we have a dude in TJ Bass that we feel like can play, pending offseason peanut butter. They, they really like Brock Hoffman, and they think he can play, pending offseason peanut butter. Tyler Smith may be your best offensive lineman right now. I know there's probably some some people in the chat that didn't watch film with us in the regular season. They just here for draft season. Hey, Tyler was better than Zach. He was better than Tyron. He was better than Terrence. Everybody was better than Biotis. <laughs> Wait a second. That, that's where we got to upgrade with it. So, in my mind, Scott, I would love for us to address the center position and, you know, whatever, whatever, but do you think the Cowboys have invested too much in the offensive line, Scott? I'm just asking you. Nah. Uh, you mean like all those first-round picks over the last decade? That's what they say, but I mean, no. Tyler, Tyler was the only recent one for me. Uh, so I would, Look, Matt, bro, yeah. if we take an offensive lineman in the first round, Vach, I do. the hit rate is 100. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Tyler, or, uh, T- Travis Frederick. So if they be like, hey, we got this guy zero, then they take him. Yeah. You can almost look, man, death taxes and the Cowboys hitting on the first round offensive line. Mark it down. That's, that's so. real shit, Scott. That's real shit. So it's a lot of things that we have to think about when we draft this offensive line. And I I even think that there has to be a question about doubling up or double dipping an offensive line. Because for one, I don't trust Shuma Doga. I don't know what Austin Richards is. He's supposed to be cool, but I don't know what he is. Um, I feel good about our backup interior offensive lineman. I don't feel good about center at all, starting center. So now you are in you 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 are in this conundrum, Scott. Yeah. If you just if you just run down the names, right? Let's just let's just do this, Scott. First round offensive tackle. Somebody gonna be there. Joe Alt, Olu Fashonu, Talisi Fuaga. Uh, J.C. Latham, Armarius Mims, Jordan Morgan, Troy Fatsanel, Fatsanu, uh, Graham Barton. I don't like the Yale kid. He ain't good. Dame, Dame Brugler mocked us to get Tyler Guyton. I don't like him. Uh, oh, the rest wow. of these guys. Uh, Tyler Guyton? Yeah. Um, I, I'm a fan of nuance. I like nuance. Um, if you're not a technical player, I need to see you untechnically whipping people. He doesn't have a bunch of nuance to his game, and I don't see him really whooping a bunch of people. He's huge. Um, I remember he, you saying that a little bit last year, too. That's that's, sure. that's your thing right now. That's my thing. Um, even with Tyler Smith, right? And there's, there's you know, YouTube of this. Go find it. Tyler Smith had terrible technique, but you see him on film exploding people, right? So you go, all right, we just got to fix this issue, right? With Tyler Guyton, I don't see technique from him. I see athleticism from him. And I see big man from him, but he's catching people. He's not finishing people. He's not moving people around the so line that, of scrimmage. So you know my what question saying? then now, because that sounds like a, a right now thing. Do you think he can be coached into to being a, obviously more technically sound? Okay, so sure, he can be coached. But I can show you film on people that don't have to be coached. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, but to be fair, these guys do need, all of them need to be coached. My so my question is: Can if he if that can be coached, do you where you put him now? Second round, if you don't think he's, he's first, 
I, I personally don't think he's a first rounder. Okay. Now, the Cowboys do this all the time. The Cowboys get some raw character with bad technique, and and within a week, <laughs> that motherfucker know how to reach black people perfectly. Like, like Shit, Cowboys. We were, we were seeing Tyler kind of. Yeah, I don't it take Duke, it long. I don't know what Duke, what Duke Manny weather do to these kids, but it, it just works out for him. But just Tyler Guyton in particular, he's catchy. He's grabby. He's not like some dudes you just watch, man. It's like they don't have they don't have great great technique, but they at least maul people. Um, the mm-hmm. tackle from Oregon State, right? Uh, Talisi Fuaga, right? Oregon State. He doesn't have great technique. But at least he maul he mauls the shit out of people, Scott. And that means more to me. Because if you at least have this base of mauling people or moving people or being nasty and strong and powerful, I can look at you and be like, all right, I can teach you how to do XYZ and you'll be even better. I just don't see Tyler Guyton as a guy that's good at that right now. I don't I just don't see him being good at I remember because I, I, this is yeah. this is like a conversation with Mafi, where Mafi was just terrible technique wise, but he was a mauler. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up going to to uh, was I think the Patriots, and, when, and we'll see how he does. But yeah, I, this is this sounds very familiar from last year. Yeah, that's how I talk, man. That's how I talk, and you know, um, I can be wrong. You know, I, I I'm always open to being, um, to being wrong about a guy. But I just I just like what I like, you know. And I always leave you know caveats and notes in there, like, hey man, if somebody teach him how to do X Y Z, he'll be fine. Um. But if you're not a natural bender, it's hard to teach a tall dude how to bend. And he's 6'7". He get high as shit. Now, how about this, though, Scott? Let's run this back. It's not just about his size, because some people will look at him and be like, oh, he's so big. Can he can he do X, Y, Z? Dewan Jones was bigger than him, but I love Dewan Jones. But Dewan Jones had a baseline of, of knowing how to use his length and knowing how to maul people and knowing how to be strong to people. And knowing how to his game. You could see that. It was, yeah. You saw it in his game. I don't see that from Tyler Guyton. I see him catching people. I just like my offensive lineman to initiate blows, strike, whoop. Catching scary, man. If you if you six seven, you can't catch. You can't catch because one, you high already, and two, you need to initiate strikes to to slow those guys down. Let me um let me pull up who I, who I just said. I said uh, Guy, we, so we we might as well forget this show. Talk about cowboy players. We we just talking draft draft. We just talking draft. So. Let's see with Talisi. I don't have his all his all twenty two, but I do got some a little bit of broadcast. Pull up that Washington kid. You want to talk about technical sound? Oh my gosh! Okay, we can do that. Hold on, I got uh, there. Faul two, whatever his name is, Troy Scott. We gonna sound incredibly racist. I'm sorry because we we gonna lump all the Polynesian kids together, but it is what it is. Faultanu, Troy Faultanu. That's that's my favorite guy so far. I'm only I'm only four in now, so. That can't be how to say his name. Let me look at yeah. this. <laughs> I, I promise you, bro. I looked it up. Fautanu? Fautanu. That's how, that's how somebody Fa- said it. Put Fa- it that way. Fautanu. Yeah, Fautanu. That makes sense. Pull this up, Scott. Now, chat. The left tackle here, number 55, Calling Troy. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, left tackle here from Washington, 55, Troy Fautanu. Um, Troy Fats. That's what we're going to call Troy Fats is fire. Um... Look, even he's he he he's not perfect, but you can see you can oh, see stri- big, you can see striking him. Oh, you man. can see knee bending him. Yeah, you can see movement in him. You can see the want to hit somebody. You can see, like certain things. You can just give me that guy. 
Where's my list? Certain things you can just see. Left tackle. Check them out. Look at him. Scott, let me tell you how hard this block is. Hold on. This him right here. Can you see my mouse? Yep. I don't know if they he's, can, but he's, he's left tackle, y'all. Left tackle. He's not blocking 91. He's blocking two people over. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Certain Ooh. things you can just see. Scott, certain shit you can just see in people, right? Certain things you can just see. And I'm like, man, this dude ain't perfect, man. His his arm length ain't perfect. His size ain't the best. He may end up playing guard. But I see I see blocks like this that made me lose sleep at night, Scott. That made me lose sleep at night, Scott. Left tackle. Let's see what he's doing. Traveling. on Tyron Smith's snatch technique. Bop. Yep. Yo, so... When you're watching him, I was actually surprised at the bag that he has. It ain't perfect yet, right? Like he's obviously got to mm-hmm. refine that bag. But the snatch technique, right? He did, the one you love, right? When you fake yeah. the, you you throw the fake left hand and pow, you smack it with the, yeah. like. He, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh okay, and he might not even be a guard in this league. He yeah. might, or I'm sorry, a tackle in this league. He might move to guard, but either way, he got an anchor too. Sure. I think he athletic. We saw my dad in, in in the chat, like them island boys, man. They big, strong, and athletic. Yeah, I, I, I love this kid, man. I would love to have him on his team. So I'm watching Troy. Troy, fi- he did it right there. Troy, let me see. Fake it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this. So Scott, this is this is this is what I'm saying, right? Um, uh, Jalen Guyton has all the measurables, right? Like he's he's measurable guy. But film matters to me so much, and what you put on film, like the projection is cool. But I'm looking at what Troy doing. Troy Fats. I'm looking at what Troy Fats is doing, and I'm going, man, how you? Don't tell me nothing about short arms when he's making it work. Don't yeah. tell me nothing about how tall he is when when his bend he's he's making it work. Don't tell me you 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 think he got strength issues. I'm looking at no, him. He don't. He don't. I don't think the arms think? matter to for a guy like him because of how technically advanced he is. I should say. So the arms go. don't matter. If yeah. if because look, you just talked about it with your boy uh, Tyler Guyton. Dude is a mountain. He's six foot yep. seven. But if he's not technically refined, that shit don't matter if you get if you letting dudes into your chest. So yeah, I, I'm with you there on that. Let me. Uh, yeah. The conference has been locked. Sky, so you're my. I trust you as a draft guy, man. You 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 up there with me and Fuss, man. I trust no, you. No, no, no. I, look, I trust y'all to lead to to point me in the right direction. Then I just form my own opinion when I go watch. But no, y'all Scott. are the guys. No, Sky, relax, man. Relax, bro. Sky, I want you to just tell the people about your boy, man. Put them put them up on screen. Let me see. Pull him up on screen. Tell the people about your boy. I'm going to let you talk about him. Is this the cat from NC State? Peyton Wilson, yeah. Peyton Wilson? Yeah. Oh, man. This is my my number one. Bat. Now, I know Edger and James. Everybody's going to bring up Edger and James. But six, cool, yeah. what did he measure in today, y'all? 6'4", 240-ish? Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> big as hell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, big as hell. Can run, rangy, athletic. I was talking about this with Foots. Does he play some outside linebacker rushy type stuff? I mean, I'm not saying I want him at outside linebacker three four, but I've seen him do it. Ridiculous mm-hmm. effort. I, I mean, I think this might be the play. One of these plays. This one of he's on one side of the numbers. Tracks down. This is the play right here. Tracks there down the quarterback on uh, the other side of the field. Um, I, I just think, man, this dude. And again, I'm biased. I'm going to be extremely gullible to linebackers, but I don't think anybody can can you know knock what this guy has. He's a downhill dude. I talk about the click trigger a lot. That's one of my words I use when it comes to safeties and linebackers. Can he see it? Click and go. D- dude does it right up there with the dude, uh, Cooper, Edger, cool. Edger and Cooper. So to me, one, two, whatever, how you want to flip it. But this is a cat right now that I think can be kind of that stalwart at the second level that the Cowboys don't have. Playmaker. 
and not just playmaker like interceptions and forced fumbles, but making plays behind the line of scrimmage. I'm, I'm a huge fan of this guy, man. High IQ, can see it. I don't need to. I don't feel like he's going to take that much time. Watch, uh, maybe half a season, and then he's full, full go. And he, I'm not calling him Luke Keekley, but mm-hmm. but yeah. he has that type of IQ. Is what I'm getting at. Scott. So, chat everybody. Like Louisville is about to run a bunch of nonsense in their backfield, like a bunch of reverses, or, you know, you know, just a bunch of this nonsense right here. And bro, bro, check Peyton Wilson back. I had to do it twice, Scott, while it was going on. Look at what Peyton does here. Look at what he does here. Go chase him down, bro. Just chase this guy down. Just, just top tier effort, dog. Yeah. On top of being big body guy, on top of being. Smart, I see it, guy. He's a he's a he's a fool in coverage. I got one of these plays. Oh, he's so smart in coverage. Let me see. I probably got it. uh, but go ahead, those guys. I'm listening to you. No, he's very smart in coverage, man. I mean, you he he is a linebacker's linebacker. Look at that. Right, this is one. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. He covered like, he covered like two different people two different times. If you run it back, yeah. really, if you look at it. Cause he's just reading, he's reading got him right there, right? And he and he understands the running back, right? But why? Mm-hmm. I think he goes back to the tight end. Yeah, right there. is this it? Yeah, right here. He comes back to the yep. tight end. I mean, he's just smart, man. He like that's his play. That's his play to make. And I'm up here watching. I'm up here watching bull, man. I'm just like, hey, man, <laughs> hey, hey, dog. <laughs> so now, so now, Scott. Here's my thing. Everybody says, you know, don't draft linebacker in the first. I mean, I hear you, bro. This dude ain't making it to your second round pick. Watch. He's not making it to your second round pick. We 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 gotta we gotta we gotta stamp this. We gotta stamp this. You talked about it on Twitter. I think we might have hinted at it here. I brought it up yesterday. Take linebacker M- serious. M- no, no. Miss me with this value shit right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Talking from a Cowboys fan, by the way. I'm I will completely admit this. From a Cowboys perspective, I'm not hearing none of that. Because you are technically in like a one or two year window. You may not even have this coach or defensive coordinator or offense. You need to take the dude today that can make your team better right now and obviously with the upside and value to be better. But I yep. can't be thinking, you know what, I'm I'm not going to take Peyton Wilson because the value says not to four years from now. Right. You might not have your quarterback, coach, or defensive coordinator here, mm. let alone four years from now, next year, right? So I'm not hearing none of that. Not, not this year. Sorry. You can miss me with it. Well, Sky, that's short-sighted. It's short-sighted. We got a short-sighted ass window right now. Yep. So the window ain't that is. big. Scott, I'm getting all the old players, all these <laughs> like 25-year-olds that y'all normally don't like. Hey, load them up. They ready day one? Load them up. Exactly. Are they ready right now? Load them up, dog. Because look, this last draft was a whole bunch of wait and see. We yes. ain't got time for the wait and see dudes, man. Yes. We, um, we ain't got time to let you know one taking linebacker develop. Not nah, just so so a lot of people are worried about medicals right we talked we were you I saw you on twitter bringing it up uh and I love what you said but he did play 11 and 12 games the last 2 years though Scott, you know what i'm saying so 11 games 11 games 11 12 like i mean i'm more concerned about overshowing injury than i am Peyton. yeah same i'm i'm, I'm look man what are we doing Peyton, Peyton, Peyton that shit was 2 years ago for Peyton. this is an lve to me yeah, he's moved around fine since <laughs> since that damn ACL. He's moving around just fine. You don't see him out there with no big ass triangle thing. He got a pyramid on his neck. Nah, yeah, he, you know, nah. He ain't got a he ain't got an elbow uh, brace on his neck. You know what I'm saying? Like every he's fine and he's running around and he's hitting people. I'm not. I'm I'm taking him. 
I we have taken bigger risk as goddamn Cowboy Nation. Give me that kid, and I take him in the first round. I like him that much. I yeah, take him in the first 100%. round. One hundred percent to me. I mean, him and the other kid, A and M kid, to me are, are are those one two backers that if they there, because that's the thing we talked about last year, right? There's going to be about 10, 15 names. We'd be like, hey, at twenty four, we'd be happy with this type of situation. He's yep. one of them. Just for context, it's pretty early. I haven't dropped my rankings or anything like that. I do that in April. But uh, Cuban boy says Wilson, Cooper, or Trotter in the first round. I actually don't think Trotter's a first round. Pick. I don't know. I don't think. I, I think if you if you watch Edgerin Cooper and Peyton Wilson, they move around a little different than than Jeremiah Trotter on film. They just move around a little different. Not against Trotter. He's a good player, but he don't move like these other two. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.